Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendos, Larson here, and welcome to Going In Raw. Uh, why? Why? Hey, Hooray, Steve's here. Why? Why do you deserve? Everybody. Why do you deserve a huge introduction? Y'all thought I was gonna be gone again, didn't you? And then I swerved all of you. No, it's, it's, everybody. I think everybody knew. <laughs> Everybody knew. Oh my goodness gracious! Anyways, no, there's people in chat saying Steve gonna be here. Steve gonna be here. Oh, well, thank God, Steve's you gonna weren't. be here. So the assumption would be that you would be. Oh there. yeah, no, man, they're all wondering about that. Anyways, I don't know if they necessarily chomping at the bit. Ooh, wait, gotta make sure I'm not gonna crap my pants yeah, right oh now, God. Larson. Oh God, if I am on the verge. If that's the case, then just go home. I'll I am care. on the verge. Man. Yesterday went all right, I guess. Anyways, thanks for uh, holding it down yesterday. Yeah, no problem. I know it sucks. It's not, it's not easy to do, especially no, a sucks. new show. Because the whole point of a new show is analysis. And I just say, well, I didn't think this is the case. Yeah. All right, moving on. I know, I know. There's no back and forth. I know, it's horrible. It's terrible. I don't know how guys like Solid Monster do it. I don't know. It. They do like huge long shows all by themselves. I know, I, know. I know. It's ridiculous. So anyway, It's an impressive feat. Yeah, it is. No, totally. Shout out to Solomon Monster. He's got a terrific podcast. Hell yeah. He's like the pioneering wrestling podcasting, like fan wrestling podcasting guy. He's been doing it forever. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's been doing it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to that guy. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I remember like, when people, when we started, sorry not to cut you off. No, go ahead. When we started, people would be like, oh yeah, they're fine, but they're no Solomon Monster, which is totally true. Yeah. Uh, but it's I still was the like, case. I was like, what is that? Who's that person? <clears throat> and so I looked him up. I'm like, oh, he's been doing this like for a long time. Yeah. So yeah. It's still the case too. Uh, yeah, that's still the case. Yeah, yeah. we're trash. Um, um, I was going to say, though, if yesterday was a, a, a recap show, it would have been easier because at least there's consistent and lengthy stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like I could spend yeah. five minutes on the revival taking Drew McIntyre's money because that was funny. Yeah, okay, so let's get right into that, I guess. Uh, Raw, uh, pretty decent show last yeah, night. Yeah, for once it was, it, it, it was consistently pretty. It's still too long, especially for people like me who are old and watch it in the West Coast feed. Yeah. Like 10 o'clock rolls around. I'm ready for stuff to wrap up. Yeah, for sure. I can go and brush my teeth, go to bed. Yeah. Um, But I have another hour to watch. So it's it's just more me being old. Yeah. And not really used to staying up. I I get up early in the morning. SmackDown's probably going to end up being three hours, dude. I hope you know that. Yeah, I'm aware of that. (laughs) It's probably going to end up happening. uh, But at least it'll be on Fridays. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. It's always too long. so last night, uh, I was in a really bad state of affairs. I had like a nasty headache, and uh, things were happening on the other side of my body, too. And so it really sucked. Kind of but I was able I was able to uh, to soak in raw and understand that, oh, wow, there there is something a little bit different. Like, they did seem to, I don't know. Sometimes it's like, I don't know, Vince is sort of, well, I, 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 I would love to know what the process is week to it's, week. It's interesting because uh, it was very different from the week yeah, before. Yeah, I was reading last night that there was a ton of SmackDown stars on the show, like double digits or close to it as far as a wild card rule situation. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and it, I think one good thing about Raw last night, it wasn't completely dominated by the Shane McMahon story. He yeah, was there. Sure. There was a handful of vignettes. Yeah. Uh, there was Roman's beatdown. Yeah. But there wasn't 20, 30 minutes of shade. Right. Yeah. That helped a lot. Yeah. Um, the There was a good lengthy match involving U.S. title uh, situation. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was fun. We saw a few people that we haven't seen in a while, namely War Raiders. Haven't mm-hmm. seen them in a while. They had a match, squash match, short squash match. 
EC3 was involved. There was a lot more or more, especially relatively, a lot more uh, faces we hadn't seen in a while. I thought there was focused on yeah. brand specific storylines. Yeah, I thought I, I thought this. Here's here's the thing. Last night was a perfectly fine raw. I thought it was actually pretty good. Um, but the problem is we're comparing it to the, the here's the thing. Raw needs it needs energy. It needs a thread, which last night was Seth Rollins in his chair, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I thought was terrific. Yeah, that was good. It needs a sense of urgency, which I thought that too, yeah. I thought it may mostly had last night mm-hmm. a through line, the Baron Corbin uh, referee thing, which we kept on getting results for. Um, I think the, the the problem right now specifically is um, I'm not going to be enthusiastic about Raw until I see a couple months worth of this, you this know, or at be, least this, a couple weeks. This of has it. to be the norm rather than an outlier for me exactly. to be excited. Yes, totally. Yeah. Yeah. There has to be. And imagine how much better it would have been if there were some long term scenarios oh, exactly. that were playing out in advance of the stopping exactly, grounds. Paper. Exactly. Like the main event. Great match. Match mm-hmm. I, I, I will always enjoy seeing. Uh, have some build for it. Yeah, I know. They I tried know. to build something uh, on the episode saying, well, uh, Seth has never beat Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Um, but like in the raw preview, it made it sound like that Daniel Bryan was being forced to go to raw. Yeah. All this stuff. Yeah. Um, cause they didn't know, man. No, they, they didn't know. They, they, they didn't had to justify some storyline yeah. last minute instead of rather having, instead of having some build. Yeah. Just give us a build. Cause that's a, like a pay-per-view level main event. No, it, to- it totally is. And it seemed obvious that it's a bit reactionary. Totally. A lot of, you know, obviously they sort of, I think that Vince maybe a bit more now has his finger. Okay. No, sorry. I'll backtrack. I think that, no, there was that Meltzer mentioned that Vince and a couple of other higher ups at WWE were shocked at the uh, at the success of the double or nothing. Sorry, not double or nothing. The all out. Yeah, yeah. Tickets say you know fifteen yeah, yeah, minutes, yeah, yeah. and in, in, in reality, it was. I mean, you can call it an instant sellout, pretty much, because the, the only thing fifteen minutes was was how long the dang servers took to process all the orders. Yeah, all the orders exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so they're surprised by that, you know, 70 plus thousand people I'm not paying attention then. Right. No, they haven't been. And so there may be an element of there might be an element, maybe among the senior writing staff that they are pitching ideas. That's a bit more reactionary to, oh, oh, you want this? You want this? You want this? And it's like, yeah, we just want like good stuff. Yeah. Or maybe there's something to do that. I don't know. Sometimes we hear, oh, you know, this this idea was Vince's, this idea, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, like all the gauntlet stuff with Kofi was Right, you hear Vince's that every idea. once in a yeah. while. Exactly. Yeah. So it is, it would, that's why it would be interesting to like open up the, the curtain a little bit and find out what's going on mm-hmm. um, week to week, you know, but I mean, that's probably never going to happen. Uh, but no, it did seem, it, it seemed reactionary in a good way, in a way that seemed to address what a lot of people want. You have the best roster on the planet. Let's see it. Um, and, uh, and we got that, you know, war machine, where have they been? Oh, you got that too. Yeah. Um, and so it, the revival and, and I, this little faction that feels more, it, that it feels last more like, like the first faction, time it yeah. actually it felt it like did, a faction. And it was pretty good. And it was pretty good. And Drew took more of a, a center stage role. Yeah. While also seemingly more, even more like a henchman. Um, I like, love the stuff with the heat Slater. Yeah, I know. But Shane literally going, go take care of that. I know. I know. I know. Um, yeah. Yeah, last night felt uh, reactionary without necessarily feeling desperate. Right, exactly. Which is an important distinction. Yeah, for sure. So I thought it was decent. Uh, I want to give a shout out really quick. Um, we have some new channel members. Can you give we them do, yeah, shout Yeah, uh, for Patreon, I, that's the one thing I forgot to do yesterday was shout out the new patrons. So oh, okay, can, cool. Please do so. Let me go back. Okay, so I remember we left off on Lizard Man. Yeah. That was the last one we left off yeah. on. And of course, on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Even at $1, you get a shout out here on the show. At $5, you get five bonus episodes every single week. 
we've got uh, new patrons from the weekend. Walk with Joe, Five Star Chapsplat, Sambath Vong, uh, Nathan Bayonne, The Brute Squad, Thomas, Broccoli told me to do it, so I did it. That's the that's a name of a person. That's good. That's good. And Chris Galaviz. Thank you all. Thank you everybody uh, for your support. New YouTube channel members. You got Scotty Furness, Timu Wathan, and Donald King. Thank oh, we have you, our own you, Don King. You. Oh wow. Going in Raw's own Don King. Own Don King. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, let's just hop right in. Yeah, let's hop right in the show. Show open up with Elias. Uh, sitting in the middle of the ring inside Staples Center, and he said he was talking to his friend Anthony Davis, and he said, "Tony, why would you want to go to L.A.?" And according to Elias, AD's response is, "It's because I'm garbage, and I'm going to surround myself with garbage." <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, uh, so before he got too much in, uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, well, he he says, uh, you oh, know, uh, Baron Corbin asked me to come out here. Oh yeah, he guest referee. Yeah, he takes his his robe off, and he's got a referee tank yeah. top on. And then, yeah, immediately Seth comes in, lays him out from behind with a chair and beats the hell out of him. I was pretty shocked at this because by the time Seth was done with the chair, it was only 5.04. Yeah. They, so last night, they really fit a lot in. Everything was pretty much shorter. See, it felt like nothing necessarily overstayed its welcome, which right. is a rarity yeah. on Rock. Generally, especially the opening segment, overstayed its welcome by about threefold. Oh, yeah. Um, so Seth grabs the mic and essentially says, uh, anybody out there who's considering being a Baron Tarefi, you're going to get this chair. This is your first and last warning. If you uh, if you're in cahoots with Baron, if you even think about it, yep, you're gonna get this chair, uh, which comes into play later with poor uh, Eric uh, Young, Seth Rollins, the so provocateur, friend. the provocateur, the auteur, auteur. Seth says, "Yeah, we go way back. We're friends." <laughs> Destruction. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, that was good. That set up the rest of the night, and we got yeah, to see yeah. that. And I love I love Seth and his and his chair. Anytime Raw actually tries to tell the story over the duration of the entire show, it benefits the show greatly. It does, and it's action, not talking. Yep, that's what's great. And that's about. what needs to be action now. Then we got a fatal five way number one contender for U.S. title, Miz versus Bob Lashley. What was Sorry, that? Sorry, Discord. Uh, versus Cesaro versus Ricochet versus Braun Strowman. So Elias is still in the ring, selling chair shots. So Miz comes in, drops Elias with skull-crushing finale, and then Lashley spears him. Uh, Cesaro gives him a swing. Ricochet hits his one-need codebreaker, and then finally Braun drops him with a power slam. <laughs> Elias got beat up. Again, it was a very clever bit. Yeah. Um, should which... tell us that nobody likes Elias. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Heal or face, clever. one thing that binds them all together, that mm. uni unifies everybody that would be locker room is that they don't like Elias. They don't like Elias. Um, so this is a fun match. Uh, even though Cesaro was eliminated first via Braun Power Slam, he had a good uh, showcase. Oh boy, that, like Olympic Slam type deal on Braun. Oh my god, that was something else, man. When they let Cesaro be Cesaro, mm -hmm. it's it's just immaculate. It it's is so great. It's good. So he's first eliminated, and then Braun next eliminates Bob Lashley via Power Slam, and then uh, neither Lashley nor Cesaro leave the ringside area. So uh, when uh, Braun's putting it to Ricochet. Lashley comes in, spears Braun. Cesaro falls with the neutralizer. And then Ricochet more or less just shrugs and is like, well, this is how it's going to have to be. Mm -hmm. uh, he goes to the top, hits the 630, pins Braun afterwards with some help with from Bob Lashley and Cesaro. Yeah. Braun is eliminated. So then Braun uh, beals Ricochet out of the ring onto Lashley and Cesaro. And then Braun chases up the ramp after uh, Lashley and Cesaro while Ricochet gets back in the ring. Um, finish saw Ricochet catch Miz off a springboard, hit his one-need codebreaker, followed with a 630, 
He gets the win. Joe comes in, attacks Ricochet after the bell, but Ricochet fends him off. That's your U.S. title match for Stomping Ground. Actually, a match I'm somewhat excited for. I'm excited for this match. I, uh, with the understanding that Ricochet's not going to win this thing, this is simply a precursor to maybe somebody higher up on the food chain for or Samoa Joe. it could Joe. be a precursor. I think you're about to be optimistic. I like it. Yeah, it could be a situation where there's a wonky finish, dirty finish Joe retains only to have a rematch at what's the next one? Extreme Rules? Yeah. And either Extreme Rules, they're build, building, hopefully, to an inevitable ricochet win at some point. I, ho- I really hope that's the case. Um, I'll believe it when I see it. Oh, because same. That's, that's how it is with anybody we really love, including the guy in your shirt right now, Finn Balor. Um, well, that's the Prince Devitt. Is it? Oh, sorry. My bad. Uh, so. Uh, uh, yeah, you never you never think that your your guy is gonna. You can't get your hopes up too high unless unless your right. favorite wrestler's name is Roman Reigns yeah. or Seth Rollins. Don't really get your hopes up that that they're gonna be used well consistently. I know. I still don't believe that they gave the the WWE title to uh, Daniel Bryan. Um, uh, after oh yeah. Oh, but no. So there was something Add. funny about this. Also, I want to get your take on it because we talked about this uh, last week during our SmackDown episode. Uh, according to Ryan Satin, I noticed he was tweeting out because I think he was there live. Mm-hmm. Number one, there's two things to note live. Uh, number one, Dana Brooke got busted open. Yeah. She had a match with Sarah Logan and she hit a pole, uh, hit the ring post. Oh. Apparently. That's what it was. Hard way. Uh, yeah, and it was everywhere. But apparently she was super over with the crowd, That's which cool. is awesome. That's cool. Number two, Ryan Satin noted this on uh, on Twitter. I guess he was there live, I'm assuming. that. Uh, so when it was down to Ricochet and Miz, and everybody, LeBron went chasing her back, right? Uh that we got a commercial break. Yeah. So for the live audience, they said the referees are now permitting Ricochet and Miz to take a brief break yeah, yeah, yeah. before they yeah, get yeah. back to the action. Oh, really? Yeah. They mentioned that on TV. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah, okay. A, bit re- a bit of a reset. Oh, okay. I was out of it. But apparently during that time, Samoa Joe got on the mic and said, neither of you want any piece of this or something like that. Oh, okay. But, uh, but yeah, I just, I thought it was amusing that, okay, you can take a brief break, everybody. It's the middle of an elimination match. Brief break. Hold on, everybody break now. I wonder why. Cause we're time for uh, story time with, with Joe. Yeah, exactly. Um, after that match, we had a Becky Lynch promo. Uh, she calls out Lacey, talks some trash. Uh, Lacey obliges. She makes her way down to the ring. It's quite, it was kind of awkward. When so in this promo, Lacey talked up. She referenced the fact that she is a legit Marine. Yeah, yeah. And it's always kind of awkward when the heel says something that's fairly admirable about themselves and you can't disagree with. And Becky is forced to say, you know, I respect what you've done. But and I respect who you are now. You used to be a good, you know, what you've done in the past is good, but yeah, yeah I don't yeah, respect you yeah. now. It just comes off as awkward, you I know? I know, it really does. All the bit where Becky was saying to Lacey that you come out here and talk in the slowest pace. That was funny. Possible yeah, was that was funny. good. Yeah. And then Becky <clears> just drops Lacey with exploder suplex and then steals her hat. Yeah, that was cute. Gets to the top of the ramp and kicks it. Yeah. And she kicked it behind her. I thought she was going to kick it and have it land right back on her head. That'd be pretty impressive. That would have actually been pretty cool. That'd have been really That'd impressive. That would have been better than main eventing WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Remember that time? Didn't the, uh, what's his face, Andrade, he like chucked it one time and it just didn't come back down. It sounds right. <laughs> like, I think it landed on the Tron or something like maybe, that, but maybe. it was funny. Uh, after that, Revival is backstage. There's a shot where they go start from the crowd. What'd you think of that? It established something later on, so that was foreshadowing. They established geography of the arena. good, right? Yeah. That was pretty good. So they started the shot of the crowd and then pan over to a tunnel. They go through the tunnel and the Revival's walking um, back to what is Shane's office or VIP area. It's like the uh, Goodfellas kitchen scene, man. I wouldn't go that far. 
<laughs> There's establishing some geography. I mean, that's that shot's actually you are descending into a criminal underworld. <laughs> yeah, that's what that shot's about. Yeah. Whereas this is just establishing geography of the arena. Yeah. Helpful, but, but also you're descending into the criminal underworld. Kind of. Shane yeah. McMahon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The shadowy corridors of the arena where where Shane's <laughs> uh, nefarious plans are are birthed. Exactly. So, anyways, back there. Uh, there's a they're in a champagne and lobster tail party with Shane and Drew McIntyre. They're living it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. That spread looked pretty good too. Yeah, some steaks, decent spread. Some steaks, some lobster yeah. tails, yeah, champagne. Man. That was good stuff. Um, after that, we get a Baron, Baron Corbin interview. Um, he's asked now that uh, Elias was dropped by Seth and basically everybody else. Um, do you have another special guest referee lined up? And he says, I do, and I'm going to announce it on. Owen, Kevin, Sammy show. Sammy Kevin show. And then Seth hits him with a chair. End interview. Yeah. Um, after that, uh, Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan have a promo at the top of the ramp where uh, Daniel Bryan talks crap about Los Angeles, calling it the most polluted city in California. In the country. Country, yeah. sorry. Even yeah. though he was in Fresno, he said Fresno was the most polluted uh, city in the state. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Maybe it's per LA, capita. L.A. has the reputation of being the most because in you know, like the '80s, remember the, the Super Bowl was in the Rose Bowl in the '80s, and they had a skyline shot of L.A. and you can see the skyline of L.A. because there's so much smog. But I think it's much better now. Yeah. Oh, I imagine it is. Yeah. It was really bad in the '80s. Yeah. Um, I think L.A. just has a reputation. I mean, I'm, air quality is still not good, but I'm guessing L.A. just has a reputation of having really bad air. Yeah. Or maybe he just. He's cherry picking his uh, his facts depending on the town he's in. Yeah, I'm sure there's uh, there's some explanation. Stan yeah. Bryan. Um, anyways, uh, they're in, he and Dan, uh, Eric Rowan are interrupted by War Raiders, Viking Raiders, War Machine, Viking Experience, whatever they're called now. Yeah, you got them all. Um, they have match against Russ and Randy Taylor. Man, one of these guys looked like money. The other guy looked like they just threw me out there while I'm. Yeah, sick one dude, one dude was, was relatively jacked. I know it's weird that they were brothers. I'm like, man, do you not train together or something? Because one dude, they might not have been real brothers. For a second, I was like, is that Lawrence out there? <laughs> yeah. I was like, like hey, I look like Lawrence out there because I remember he wrestled uh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. James at one time. Yeah. It was like James Angel and the the Troll. Yeah, is that his name? The yeah. Trolls. I'm like, yeah. Uh, this wasn't much of a match because the uh, War Raiders win pretty quickly after their pop-up power slam. That's what they're calling the Viking experience. Um, and then they pan to the crowd, and there's R-Truth and Carmella sitting in some very obvious disguises. Yeah, Carmella was Charlie Chaplin. And then R-Truth was wearing like Santa a, Claus? No, no, it was like was a, a, a British red coat. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, okay. it looked like that. Okay. Maybe. And he had a beard. Yeah, and a hat. And they looked sh- like a yeah a Revolutionary War soldier. Yeah, the cameraman like panned over the crowd, saw them, and then went back to them. And then Carmella tried to hide his face, but it was too late. Loser locker room comes running out. Yeah. The chase is on. Yeah, uh, R-Truth tries to hide her in the ring. Loser locker room goes under the ring, and they only find Titus underneath. Yeah. Um, so eventually R-Truth, with the help of Carmella, makes his way out from under the ring. They go running through the crowd. Loser locker room gives chase. Yeah. Um, after that, quick shot of Baron Owens and Sammy at gorilla position going over notes. Um, mentioned this earlier. Backstage, Shane's party. Heath Slater enters. Um, and once they got over some 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 uh, audio issues. That was weird. Yeah. That was really weird. They, were, they didn't know what uh, meter or whatever. Slider, sorry, was uh, Heath's mic or the in-room yeah. mic. Because we got like crowd audio, no audio, quiet in-room audio. They finally figured it out. 
and then like Michael Cole was talking because they weren't talking, but yeah. they were talking and he was still talking. Yeah. Um, and he says, uh, you know, I got kids. They're getting older. They're not getting any cheaper. I need a raise. Shane says, I appreciate the fact that you come in here and ask me like a man. But my answer is no. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let you leave like a man yeah. on your own two feet. Yeah. Get out of here. And Drew uh, gets some sort of itch in his mind and he's like. No, no. Shane directs him. Uh, oh, 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 Shane directed that? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was he, just. No, oh, no, he okay. turns to Drew and goes. Oh, wow. Okay. No, no, Shane directed him to, to go out and oh, follow geez. Heath Slater. Okay. I was really, I think I'd be much more effective if that was in my head. No. Drew going out there. Because Drew made a face like, all right. Yeah. I like just the idea that Drew's going to just be a psych- Like, he's a scout or psychopath. That's what he's supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, he, he should be a wild card. Just mess up, messed up things, and then Shane has to, has to deal it, yeah. deal with it. And yeah. then you got like no, a story. No, it was, it was at Shane's behest. All right. So anyways, yeah, uh, Drew goes out there. And uh, he pulls a little swerveroo on on Heath. He says, "Because Heath is calling like his mom or something, yeah, or his uh, wife. wife." And he's like, uh, "He's like, hey, I, you know, I appreciate that you went in there, and I feel for you. We go way back, you know, three man band." And uh, he, he t- and he brought some, and Heath's like, "No, no, I'm good." And Drew sort of accidentally accidentally he drops, drops it. it. Yeah, Heath goes down, and then Drew just annihilates him, like rams his head up against the wall and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Revival come out, Shane to kind of break it up, and while Shane and Drew. Are, are kind of discussing things. The revival are down there picking up Drew's money and shoving it in their own pockets. That was pretty funny. It was, was great. Good. That was good stuff. That was really good. Especially when Scott Dawson did it the first time, super sneaky like. There's some. This is a small thing. This is such a small thing. But the fact that the revival and Drew were both wearing normal clothes and not wrestling clothes yeah. added to it. You know, it had a very four horsemen type. It did. It totally did. Yeah, flair to it, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Uh, next, Kevin Sammy show with guest Baron Corbin. Baron. This is actually pretty funny. So. Uh, Owens and Sammy, they introduce Baron, and they both say, uh, given current circumstances, namely Sammy's experience with Seth Rollins as guest referee the previous week, um, Sammy's withdrawing his name from consideration to be Baron's ref. Owens says, yes, in support of my friend, I will do the same. Yeah. And Baron said, that's all right. I found someone who's more super qualified to count one, two, three. He was like, I have a whole line of people out there, but I found... EC3. So EC3 three? comes out of the stage, and he gets laid out by Seth with chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Baron grabs the mic and says, well, I guess back to the drawing board. That was funny. That was that was so because it was so matter. It was so, like, kind of defeated, but also matter yeah. of fact. Like, yeah, oh, I yeah. figured that would happen. Um, new day to the ramp. Um, and uh, Kevin Owens like, what are you doing here? Kofi says, I'm W champion. I can do what I want to do. And the new day uh, can as well. Uh, Baron proposes a six-man tag match, and then the New Day say, well, if there's only a referee who can sanction this match, and they all look over, there's EC3. They pick him off the stage mm-hmm. and kind of do a weekend at Bernie's type mm-hmm. deal with him. Yeah. Where uh, they ask, uh, hey, EC3, are you, are, you, are you fine to ref this match? Mm-hmm. And they shake him, like, pretty violently. Yeah. So his head's nodding yes. Yeah. And, they, uh, and then Kofi uh, does an EC3 voice. Uh, green lights the match. Uh, they work their way down the ring. They let go of EC3, and he just falls flat in his face. I like that, though, during the Weekend at Bernie stuff, he was amplifying it with his own movements. You know, like yeah, yeah, they, yeah. when they'd have him nod yes, he'd yeah, be doing he was it. Really yeah. going. It was good. It was really yeah, good. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Hats off to EC3 for making the most of every little opportunity. Whatever he, he has, yeah, exactly. Uh, after that, this was an odd segment. We get AJ Styles in the trainer's room being, atten- being tended to. Apparently, he's going to be cleared to return 
shortly. Um, in walks the club in their old doctor's outfits, which they haven't worn in like at least a year, if not more. Oh my god, more than that, yeah. Yeah, that's an old reference. That's a while ago. Um, so they're joking around with AJ, and then AJ uh, starts to lecture them, saying, mm. "What's going on? You guys are too comfortable. When's the last time you've won a match? When's, when's the last time you had a match on TV?" They're like, "Look, good brother, we're headed to all elite wrestling I soon." I know. And then uh, he says, "You guys are too comfortable. What? You making too much money?" And they're talking about jet skis and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, this is, that's confusing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not their fault they haven't been on TV. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yeah, but so I, I saw the same sentiment on Twitter also. Yeah. That's, the, I, I kind of like when they keep, so they explain away bad booking and not having opportunities on TV by saying that they're lazy. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with that because, I mean, you can't just say, hey, what have you guys, like, why have you guys not been booked? Why has Vince not written you into the show? Yeah. You know, I mean, I know it's a weird line between the two of them, but I kind of get it. It's like the, the the idea that they've been gone is because they've been lazy. I know, but I feel like that's passing blame for their absence on TV to the performers when it's, it doesn't seem like it's their doing, you know? Yeah. No, I know. I know. I get it. I'm just saying I'm hoping. The this- optics of it aren't good for the club, but especially if the case is they're out the door. And they're kind of, kind of giving them a last hurrah with AJ, but it's all, but it's also kind of a means to humiliate them potentially. We'll see. Well, if the, if no, if that's what it is, it's terrible. Of course, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you there. I just hope that it's that it's the other thing. I hope that it's what they did with the revival. Mm-hmm. Hey, you have some concerns about stuff. You're looking to get out of here. WWE needs to be concerned about like people that they've that they've underutilized. It's one thing to let go of like a Ty Dillinger, but like the club and they acknowledge this on TV last night during when they were in yeah, yeah, entrance, yeah. whatever they're, you know, three time IWGP tag champions, uh, you know, one of the most respected tag teams that we have, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And they need to get back on track. I'm hoping this just means they're going to start doing something more with them. That'd be nice. Um, I mean, I know that's probably talk about being cautiously optimistic when I shouldn't be, but still, mm-hmm. Uh, next, New Day versus Baron. Owen oh, and Sammy, and for some reason, EC3's Twitter account. And for some reason, they make this a two out of three falls match. Don't know why. Still, just, they just did. Um, anyways, first fall saw Xavier Woods pin Sammy with a roll up, and then towards the end, 
Uh, Corbin accidentally uh, hits a clothesline on Sammy when uh, Kofi ducks it. Uh, Owens gets in his face, super kicks him, and then he and Sammy leave the ring. And then Kofi hits a trouble in paradise on Baron, pins him. New Day win two to nothing. Yeah, like the the first fall seems largely unnecessary. They could have just finished the match that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, know. I understand it. Yeah, I know. Uh, next, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss backstage. Uh, Alexa gives gifts Nikki, sorry, a mug, and inside the mug is like a little scroll. Yeah, that was kind of an interesting touch. Yeah, yeah. and it says uh, that uh, the gift is a tag title match. Yeah, later on this evening, on a scroll. Yeah, but it is what it is. It's very formal. Yeah, it's very formal. Uh, after that, Paul Heyman promo. This was good. Yeah, I like this because he was he was. Freaking out a little bit about Seth Rollins, or he's acting freaked out about Seth Rollins in his chair, um, and saying that's the only way Seth Rollins can beat Brock Lesnar yeah. is with a chair. He can't go to a man on man to man, and that uh, Brock might be here tonight. Might, might be there be. at Stomping Grounds. He might not be. Yeah. Heyman said he's also not going to be the guest referee at Stomping Ground. Yeah, yeah. He started out with that. That was the good stuff, right there. Um, and then next we had Baron and Eric Young talking backstage. Baron was pitching uh, EY on being the guest ref. Uh, Eric Young said he taken into consideration. He looks really different with no hair. Like he's almost unrecognizable from what I'm used to seeing him as in as member of Sanity. Yeah, I've got. I mean, I've seen enough glimpses of him to be like, okay. And plus, I think I watched a little bit of his stuff back in TNA when he didn't have yeah. like pre beard. But yeah, he definitely looks like generic wrestler at this point. It's kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. The whole Sanity thing is a giant it's a, bummer. It's a huge bummer, man. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, he's walking away from that conversation, runs into Seth and Eric Young's like, I just told him I'd consider it. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and Seth's like, I know we go way back. Um, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect you to, to do that to me. And then he just lays him out with a chair anyways. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Cause like even talk to Baron Corbin and yep. they're out. Yep. Poor Eric Young. I know. Uh, next Uso's promo. I'm happy even with the move to raw from SmackDown, they let him do. Their atmospheric promos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. I was happy about that. There was a lot of fog in this one. There was a lot of fog. Yeah. Uh, and then that led to the Usos taking on the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, earlier AJ said, uh, referred to the Usos and not the club as the best tag team in the world or one of the best tag teams in the world. Um, uh, the club were dominant until Carl uh, Anderson decided to start throwing up two sweets. Yeah, man. And then you could see AJ. I don't know if they cut during the match after, like, right after no, the two-sweet they, they thing. Cut, they cut during the match back to AJ, yeah. They cut to him once when things were fine. And then they did the two-sweets. They ended up taking the loss. And then you see AJ backstage, and he's just very frustrated. Yeah. Yeah, Luke Gallows took the pin after stereo super kicks from the Usos. I mean, uh, Triple H is teaming up with the, I know. those three guys in I know. Japan. So. I know. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know, man. Uh, next, this was odd. Uh, a Twitter promo that Hogan cut for the Women's World Cup team that happened yeah. the day before. What was this? Like the the match had already happened. Yeah. Like they just wanted to shoehorn Hogan into the show? Evidently. No, thank you. Evidently. Uh, next, we had Roman Reigns come down the ring. He dropped a brief promo. I'm pretty much saying, uh, Shane, get out here. Shane shows up in the Titan Tron. Uh, so she says, uh, No. Um, then he passes the vocal duties over to Drew. Drew says he's going to destroy Roman at stomping ground. This is a really good promo. Yeah. Uh, Roman leaves the ring and 
Thankfully for the shot prior, we know exactly where he's going based on how they laid out the geography of the arena. That is some inspiration right it's there, man. Decent, that is that is some inspiration. Some decent cinematography. It is. Um, so he heads to the party backstage. He's intercepted by the revival in the corridor. He lays them out. Roman goes into the VIP room, goes after Drew and Shane. Roman puts Drew through the catering table. Thankfully, there was no more lobster or steak on there to be wasted. Oof, yeah, that would have been rough. That would have been rough. Uh, Shane tries to run away. Uh, Roman gives chase, uh, intercepts Shane by jumping over the barricade ringside, back in the ring. Shane eats Superman punch and a spear, all while wearing some Travis Scott Jordan 1s, mm-hmm. expensive and secondary mark expensive shoes. How much do they go for? I don't know. Probably like 800 bucks. Ooh, I'm my just goodness guessing. I'll look right now, oh, though. Oh, man. Uh, after that, while you do that, after that, we had uh, Bailey, Naomi, and Natalia backstage. Man, I do not, I kind of remember this. Uh, at this point, uh, I was I was in pretty bad shape, but uh, I remember Charlie gave an interview with Bailey. She said there was some business on social media or Sorry, something. Sorry, about a thousand dollars about Bailey. Wowie, wow, about uh, let me see those. Yeah, they're okay. Uh, about Bailey dissing a fan outside for wearing a Alexa Alexa Bliss shirt yeah, or Nikki Crosher or something. Yeah, like that. and Bailey Nikki Crosher and Bailey says, "Oh, that's just Alexa's doing." Yeah, and then the phone makes its way over to Natalia and Naomi, and they're all. Acting like, well, okay, well, maybe this is truth exposed. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, man. I like it. Give Bailey an edge. Have her be like, take the Sasha thing of like not liking fans when she's outside like WWE. <laughs> like, hey, I'm trying. I'm at the airport right here. F off. I haven't slept in a day and a half. Right. Exactly. I got mud butt. You know, <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah. Uh, next, Iconics versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross for the tag titles. Uh, we get an Iconics promo beforehand. Talking trash about Los Angeles. Angeles. Um, yeah, what did they say about Los Angeles? Uh, it had A-listers and stars. I forget what the what the yeah, punchline was. In any event, they had a match. Yeah. Bailey comes out, sits ringside. Yeah. Uh, uh, towards the end, Billy K. Nicks knocks. Gosh, I can't talk today. Billy K. knocks Alexa off the apron. Uh, Bailey is sitting at the foot of the ramp kind of in an office chair. She gets up in Bailey, sorry, Alexa's face. Uh, Alexa shoves her. Um, this is this distracts Nikki for a bit because Billy gets a roll-up win. Iconics retain. Yeah, they actually got a win. Which I have me thought that they were going to give those titles to Alexa. And, you know, sometimes they do that. They're yeah, like, yeah, oh, I'm yeah, tired yeah, of the yeah. Iconics. This story's better. Let's just put it on them and yeah. do that. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised about that, but the Iconics got the win. Um, after that, Alexa and Nikki were backstage. That, I forget what happened on that one. Do you remember? Post-match? Uh, it was uh, Nikki more or less accepting responsibility for the loss and says, uh, you've showed me now Bailey's true character. Mm. Um, I hope she loses on Sunday. Oh, yeah. She and said I'm going to be, be in there corner. Okay. ringside for your match. I remember that. Uh, after that, we got what seemed to be, appeared to be perhaps... The final episode of Firefly Funhouse? Well, at least it's the one where they're trying to make the leap from Firefly Funhouse to maybe in-ring action. He quantum leaped at the end um, out of Firefly Funhouse. So he was watering some plants, and he said, plants are like ideas, man. You put into like seeds in your head, and you put water, water and sunlight. Sun and they grow. They grow, some, man. Some ideas are infested with worms, and that's no good. Yeah, and then you see the worm. They cut to the worms from the WrestleMania Mania match. Yeah, to me, he's admitting that that match was terrible. Yeah. Um, and then he got a little more sinister, said, follow the leader, which is one of uh, – he used to have a shirt uh-huh. with that on there. Yeah. 
And then uh, a weird, creepy montage of Fiend Bray. There was like a radio dial. With various snippets of di- different genres of music. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if one of those, I wonder if with he's getting a new. He's getting like, I want, he might be getting a new theme song. I would not be surprised. Because there was something that sounded a bit more, that I didn't recognize, mm-hmm. that sounded a bit more up-tempo, like a Slipknot type thing. Yeah, yeah, there was a heavier song. Yeah, yeah, and I wonder if that might be. Could be. Um, but uh, they but should yeah. have they should have that through the dial, various genres for his theme music. His theme. Yeah, have like change. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so then he sort of as the fiend in Firefly Funhouse, and it's all dark, and he's like starting to like phase out of it, and then he like disappears. Yeah. And so uh, at that point, we we're pretty close to the end of the show, so it's like it'd be odd if he like appeared in the ring or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when he might appear. Uh, but he also said something like, you know, I, I've created this place. So we can all be together. Yeah. You know, and there's Abby and Ramblin' Rabbit. Yeah, it shows them all, yeah. Devil Vince, everybody. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens mm-hmm. next. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, if, even if he starts wrestling or makes an appearance at Stomping Ground, I'd be surprised if they stopped doing Firefly Funhouse because I think it's been so successful. Maybe. Maybe that's just their attempt to transition out of that world into the wrestling world. You can always go back and forth. Yeah, sure. Uh, next, we got a Daniel Bryan and Rowan interview at Gorilla. This I don't remember. <laughs> Daniel Bryan looked right into the camera. They did like a close-up on him. Yeah. Like towards the end. And he yeah. just said that Seth Rollins hasn't beaten him before. Okay. There's one thing that Seth Rollins hasn't done. It's beat me. Uh, beyond that, I don't remember much about it. That sounds like uh, the... So then we had kind of the match. We had uh, Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins. Uh, but very soon, Eric Rowan got involved. Yeah. Gave him the claw bomb. Iron they claw. Call it. Yeah. On Seth on the apron, ref throws out the match. Mm-hmm. And then just everybody that's involved in any story that's going to be on stomping grounds pretty, pretty much. much from the men's division anyways and the tag division can't, comes down. A big scrum happens. People are getting thrown around. Well, there's there's Kevin Owens, there's Sami Zayn, there's Revival, The New Day, and The Usos. Yeah. Uh, faces more or less clear the ring. Baron Corbin is noticeably absent. Yes. They all kind of brawl. Uh, everything, everybody's separated. Uh, match is restarted. With everybody, nobody's allowed ringside. Yeah. Everybody is banned from ringside. Um, and then we got about 11 minutes of, of match. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a spot where Seth hits the superplex, goes for the Falcon Arrow. Daniel Bryan reversing the S-lock. Seth gets the ropes. Uh, Daniel Bryan gets the knees up during a frog splash, transitions to another S-lock. Seth escapes again. And then Seth uh, wins after a stomp. And then Baron comes down, um, hits Seth with the chair on the ramp. And then back in the ring, drops him with an end of days. Yeah. Yeah. So he screwed himself, man. Yeah, he stood no, tall. Yeah, no chance he's winning. Yeah. No Let's chance. do a SmackDown preview. Yeah. First, Xavier Woods and Dolph Ziggler to battle, it up, to battle it out on the blue brand. With Dolph Ziggler's WWE title opportunity against Kofi Kingston inside the confines of a steel cage at stomping grounds rapidly approaching. Xavier Woods will look to get a crack at the show off a few days earlier tonight on SmackDown Live. Woods and Ziggler have mixed it up numerous times since Ziggler's return last month, including a chaotic brawl on Raw that saw the two wild cards battle all over the arena. Uh, Woods, of course, ultimately played a vital role in the WWE title match at Super Showdown, which led Dolph to which led to Dolph getting petitioning for Jesus Christ. This is going on forever. I know all this stuff. Or will the show off? Or will they just okay? Yeah, so Dolph's right. gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. Bailey and Alexa Bliss to come face to face on a moment of bliss before they collide at WWE Stomping Ground. These are long previews. It is. Uh, SmackDown was champion Bailey and Alexa Bliss will square off with the title on the line at WWE Stomping Ground, but just days before that bout, they're just reiterating the title. They will meet on Bliss's always lively talk show, A Moment of Bliss. 
With so much on the line next Sunday, will tensions overflow between the hugger and the goddess? And will Bliss's new BFF, Nikki Cross, factor into the proceedings? Find out when a moment of bliss loaded with combustible elements goes down tonight. You son of a bitch. What will be the fallout of Roman Reigns' attack on McMahon and McIntyre? Last line on... Oh, man, we're getting the... Ugh. Do the same thing over. Last line on Raw, Drew McIntyre seemingly crossed the line when he targeted Roman Reigns' family in a war of words just days before their battle at WWE Stomping Grounds. The Scottish psychopath's rant sent the big dog into a rage. Reigns hunted down McIntyre in Shane McMahon's VIP room, where the big dog slammed McIntyre through a table, then chased Shane O'Mac into the arena. The best in the world thought he had gotten away from Reigns only for a big dog to fly over the barricade and go to the attack. We know this happened. Mm-hmm. Will there be any fallout from this wild throwdown <clears throat> just five nights before Reigns and McIntyre square off at Stomping Grounds? Uh, will Daniel Bryan and Rowan finally accept Heavy Machinery's challenge? SmackDown Tag Team Champions Daniel Bryan and Rowan have had Heavy Machinery on their radar since Otis and Tucky Tucky. issued a challenge for the titles. However, Bryan and Rowan have yet to grant the blue-collar pair a title opportunity, instead opting to mock the duo, saying that they won't be receiving a title match because Otis is extraterrestrial. Mm. I didn't hear that. Heavy Machinery sent a message to the champions last week by demolishing the YOLO... He's an alien now? That's what he's saying. Demolishing the YOLO County Tag Team Champions. That's Dave Dutcher and AJ Kirsch. But will they get a chance at the Blue Brands Tag Team titles anytime, sometime soon? Yeah, I don't remember. They got to put those YOLO County titles on the line, too. They've been they've been selling those things. Like You can buy those. I know. Uh, go to uh, AJ Kirsch's Twitter account, and he has a link there. You can. He's, Dave Dutcher has shirts. Yeah, that's right. They're making those those titles. It's don't, good. It's a good price, too. It's only like 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or 15 something like that. I think it's 10 for one, 15 for two. And no it shipping was, in the U.S. It was... Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Anyways. Uh, I mean, if they want some more cardboard, we have a ton back here. Yeah, yeah. We, we can we can make a bunch of them. Yeah. Can can our truth hang on to the 24-7 championship? The they never Did they ever go the, with our truth the whole being locked in the thing? They did, did they do it on social media at least? Maybe. They okay. didn't do anything on the episode after making a huge deal about it. The case containing 24-7 champion R-Truth made it to L.A. for Raw last night, and a disguised Truth and Carmella attempted to watch the red brand from the WWE Universe. Unfortunately, several superstars saw right through their costumes and Chase was on 24-7 champion, scrambled under the ring where he ran into Titus O'Neil and eventually escaped with the title still in his grasp. Will Truth make it through Tuesday night with his coveted title? Find out on SmackDown Live tonight at 8, 7 Central on Fox Network. Woohoo. No, USA Network. That's where it is. USA. Anyways, would you, would you like to listen? Would you like to look at the television, would you Mr. Like Lee? To, I'd like to answer some questions. Would you like to answer some questions, sure, Mr. Lee? Sure, we can do that. All right. Uh, first, PJ, thank you. Thera Thabata says, please shout out Cody Miles GoFundMe. Yes. Uh, Cody Miles. Uh, niece. Niece. Um, it was a little baby. Yeah, it was just dealing born. with some. Some complications. Uh, some complications, yes. So by all means, um, if you want to help. Let me find it real quick. I'm uh, tweeting it right now. Okay, there you go. Steve will tweet it right now. With a bunch of hearts. A ton of hearts. And a bunch of arrows, arrows going down. There you go. And um, I will tweet that. Yes. If I, can, if, I don't know if you're allowed to, are you allowed to pin a retweet? I don't know. If you can, I'll do it. Cody's top-notch friend, though. Um, I'm pinning this. There you go. So, yeah, Cody Miles is like one of our top, top friendos. Mm-hmm. He's very active in the community. He's yep. uh, head of the Discord uh, yep. group yep. and just a terrific human being. Yep. And this little baby, this little niece of his, 
need some help. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, read through the whole thing. It's great. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. If, you, if you have the means, if you have anything that you can yes. just give over. Please do. Uh, please do. Uh, Dom L. Smackdown live tonight. I can feel it. Who's ready? I don't know, man. Don't she know. wasn't mentioned in in SmackDown preview. No, maybe after her stomping ground. Although Moment of Bliss typically has a lot of people show up, so maybe the Moment of Bliss with Bailey and uh, and Bliss. Maybe kind of nowhere though. Maybe be hey, any TV times good TV. Time. No, I agree. Uh, Austin Luff, you guys see the Raptors parade? Does Kawhi stay? I don't know if anybody can get the read on Boardman. You know, I mean, he's gonna get paid. Get a big sack of apples for him. Apparently, he likes apples. Oh, really? Apparently, that was a thing of some sort. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's some. You know, you know, how, like the greats always have weird quirks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His is apples. He likes apples. Yeah, well, apples are delicious. Apples are amazing. They're great. What's your favorite apple? I like the red delicious. Uh I think I'm. I like the gala apples. Okay, They're yeah. Not as sweet. Yeah, but they still have sweetness. That's crisp. good. Since sometimes with red delicious, they can be too mealy. Too mealy. Mealy. What Soft. Oh, you think so? They can be. I like them because they're crisp. No, I mean, generally apples are supposed to be crisp, but I find yeah. like supermarket red, red delicious tend to be mealy. Really? They can be. I mean, yeah. I think it's a... It's, a, it's been a while since I've had one. It's a, a, something that can happen to apples, period. When I had them, I felt that they were... I, yeah. I liked them quite I can't stand bit. soft apples. I don't like... Uh, Lacey likes uh, Granny Smith. Smith. The green ones. Yeah, those are too... Tart. They're good. They're good for bacon. Like if you want to make an apple pie, you want to use those. Yeah, right. Otherwise, it's too sweet. Too tart. It's what? Too sweet. Throw it up. Throw it up. Throw it up. So anyways, it's Kawhi stay. I don't know. In his mind, he could think, well, I I brought this this city a title. Time to move on. Or he could think, oh, we could have something really special here. I want to win more titles. I'll stay here. I don't know. I don't know, man. You got LeBron and AD together now. Yeah, they need another piece, though. They need several more pieces. Yeah, and then the Warriors are going to be compromised this year. They're going to be trash this um, year. But you got the Nuggets. They're going to be a good team. You still got the Bucks. They're going to be really good. Yeah, Chris Paul. He's not happy in uh, Houston, evidently. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll get traded to the Lakers. Uh, yeah, I wonder if he. I don't know what they that. have to trade at this point, though, other than Kevin Kuzma. They have a bunch of money to spend. Oh, yeah, yeah he's yeah, on the be a trade because he's yeah. got another two, three years on his oh, deal. Oh, man. Anyways, uh, let's see. This here. isn't a basketball podcast. Does, no. does Woj have a podcast? Oh, I'm sure he's got to, man. Yeah. He'd make so much money. Oh, hell yeah. Dropping bombs every day. Mm-hmm. Greg Morris, would it be more acceptable if Shane was just the leader of a faction a la Bischoff NWO or Heyman and the Dangerous Alliance? Yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah, that's how it should be. Joshua Martinez debating on going to SmackDown next week in Portland. Wait to see if I win free tickets or get second row. Depends on the price. If you can get second row for a decent price, like 100 bucks, it's always a fun time. You get to see episode 205 live, live. That's 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 worth the price of admission right there. Yeah. Cody Miles, all the, on the radio dial, all the songs were muscle man in just different tempos and genres. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Ralston, do you guys think AEW will actually act like the Monday Night Wars, or do you think WWE will continue to not step up their game? P.S. Miss you, Steve. Um, I think AEW just wants to do their thing. Um, and WWE will maybe step up their game if their hand is forced. I think, I mean, in terms of, it, I guess it kind of depends on what the acting like the Monday Night Wars means. I, I, I would be shocked if All Elite they've been stooped fairly, to the level of pettiness yeah. that WCW did. And they've been fairly, dip, save for uh, Chris Jericho, they've all been fairly diplomatic saying, no, this isn't, this isn't a new war. This isn't us competing with WWE. We're just trying to be an alternative. Jericho was the one that was like, no, this is war. Yeah. And to a, a slightly lesser extent, Ambrose did too in his 
his promo after he debuted. It's yeah, it's such a different thing these days. Like WWE's a behemoth. Yeah. And to claim, oh, we're gonna take him out. I mean, that was bitch. I was I was been reading that. Oh, by the way, sh- big shout out to Draft House Games. Yes. They sent us that WCW Nitro book, the new mm-hmm. book that's called mm-hmm. Nitro. Mm-hmm. It, it's a terrific breezy read. I'm reading it right now. Um, I ha- I was reading it in in the bathroom yesterday which is why I'm not bringing it back in here. No. But Draft House Games, check them out on YouTube. They're terrific. Uh, they're, they've been supporters of Going In Raw for such a long time, yep. and they've done so much for us. Yes. Draft House Games, they're check great. them out. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, Josh Little and Bray's Father's Day picture, I guess. Did you notice that JoJo is not scared of the Fiend? Does she not see him? Will other wrestlers not see the Fiend? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm sure people That's, a, good, sure that's wrestlers, a cool idea, though. I'm sure wrestlers will see him. Uh, Jay Sean Lawrence, thank you. Uh, Sandra, shout out to the jobber in the green trunks, uh, Justin Uberstud. Ah. He was also part of No Way Jose's conga line ah. the last time they were in L.A. All right. And he was the one at that time wearing the hamburger costume. Sandra plugged into the L.A. indie scene. Absolutely. Uh, Cody Miles, also the director of Funhouse, uh, sorry, Firefly Funhouse, did an AMA on Reddit. He said there were eight episodes oh, shot. All right. And that was the eighth one. Okay, so I guess it is over. That's a bummer. Well, no, I mean, I think to your point, like I, I kind of figured those were all shot in bulk. Yeah, they yeah. could go back and do them. Oh, it's I hope like so. That's not out of the possible realm of possibility. I hope they do. Uh, Steve's favorite type of super chat message retracted. Nice. Sammy Garcia, where's the AAA review at? Did you watch all of the show on Sunday? I only watched the gifts that were available. Okay, I watched the first half of it. Um, and of course, Arrow started falling on his head. Yeah, I saw that a lot of times. Um, and uh, saw the, the Lucha Brothers one. Yeah, all the gifts. I saw all those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it seems like your prediction of Dr. Wagner losing his hair is probably going to be the correct one. Yeah. Mr. Triple Mania was saying that his hair is super long now. Yeah. So, yeah. totally. Totally. Um, uh, Dark, Dark Leon. Uh, AJ and the club teaming up again? Maybe. It'd be weird if this is all a feud between AJ and the club. Yeah, I think he's gonna get him into you know, whip him into shape. Um, there's about does anybody else catch Corey Graves saying he should be happy he has health insurance after Heath Slater got beat up by Drew? Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, oh, here we go. Blake Whitehouse. If you can go to karaoke bar with Vince, what songs would you want to sing with him? Ooh. Hear, Whatever uh, that weird WrestleMania, that Slammy Award dance was. I want to hear Vince sing some Leonard Cohen. <laughs> That's good. That's he's good. got a deep voice, and Leonard yeah. Cohen, you know, towards the end of his very deep. Like that song that's at the end of Natural Born Killers. I think it's called mm-hmm. The Future. Have Vince sing that? I don't remember that one, but yeah, Leonard, that'd be interesting. Or some Bob Dylan. It's like, it's like a Rolling Stone. It's like a Rolling Stone. Uh, Rich, does the math seem proper for what will happen at shoot at uh, stomping around? Becky Roman and Ricochet all stood tall. Uh, Becky's not losing that title. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Shane helped Drew win, and Ricochet's not winning now. Yeah. What do we have going for overrun today? Uh, we're gonna talk about Scarlett Bordeaux. Okay. Being a free agent. Ooh, but maybe not. Her bow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what a killer situation that is, Larson. It is. They're at a crossroads, apparently, in their careers. Pretty much. Anyways, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Yep. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. 
Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description.